It's time to start rallying around America's young conservatives and explore what it means to be a young Republican in the 21st century, in a world where it seems like everyone under 30 must be a liberal. These are the stories you haven't heard before from the voices of America's young conservatives. So let's find out what it truly means to be raised right. Hey everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Raised Right Podcast. I'm your host, Rayleigh Klein, a 22-year-old young conservative who is pretty much well-known as that girl who sued her university and ended up winning. For those of you that don't know my story, check out the first episode of this podcast for the full details. But the Spark Notes version is that I held a leadership position at Arizona State University, was fired from it because of tweets from my personal account that were quote-unquote too conservative to be reflective of a leader, and uh, ended up suing Arizona State and won, and have since become a champion for young conservatives and their fight for their values across our country. I absolutely love what I do. I work for Charlie Kirk now here in Phoenix. And I've also started the new chapter of my life, which is getting ready to go to law school. And for anybody that has done that or looking into doing that, I'm telling you, it's so much work, but it's so worth it. I just kind of keep this mentality being like Elle Woods and thinking it's not hard at all. But there's a lot of hours of dedication that go into it, especially prepping for that LSAT. So been a little crazy around here. But I'm super excited to you know start this new episode and introduce to you guys a young lady by the name of Isabel Macedo, who as only a sophomore, okay, this is something I never could have done at her age. I didn't even care about politics as much as she does at her age. But she spoke out at her school board meeting in Florida, um, St. Cloud, Florida area, and against, you know, these mask mandates that schools are just forcing on these kids. It's ridiculous. And, and I'll do a couple episodes on this because young conservatives are being faced with these mask mandates and vaccination mandates. And it's, you know, it's a really big battle that we're up against right now. And so she spoke out at her school board meeting and had this really well-crafted speech um, that just brought up some amazing statistics and the link to the actual speech and you'll be able to see and hear her deliver it is in the podcast description. So definitely check that out. But I wanted to have her on to talk about, you know, the emotions going through that and what it's like at 16 years old to go up against your school board and challenge them on the mandates that they're pushing. And for parents or students out there that, you know, haven't been to a school board meeting, most of them across the country, it's um, it's very intimidating. You I mean, you walk up to this podium in front of these these people that are on like this raised platform in front of you. So they're quite literally looking down on you as you deliver your, your speech. And they're usually timed. You only get a certain amount of time to speak and you really you really got to hit it home to leave an impact. But so many students and so many parents are doing it across the country. And I think it's really starting to show just how fed up Americans are with this, especially in our institutions of, I mean, just like the education system. It's insane. So, I mean, if every student was like Isabella and would just go out and speak passionately about it, we can make even more change. So I'm very excited to have her on to talk about all that she went through and her decision to to step up and do something like this. So Isabella, why don't you just kind of tell us a little bit about your background, how you were raised and, you know, the morals and values that you were brought up with and if you were raised right. So I was always raised in a very Christian household, like my whole life. It was always based on these exact morals. 
And then, you know, we're always super like Republican and everything, but I personally never really got into it until about last year of 2020, during about like when I first started high school. I took three very specific classes. They were debate, economics, and American government. So I took all of these classes during the 2020 election. So I it was like all of that coming at me at once. And I, I learned a lot. So very informational. Yeah, that will get anybody into politics having to take those during an election year, especially one that was was so heated. So was there any moment or anything while you were in those courses that you just realized you had such a passion for it and wanted to keep working on? You know, when I really noticed that I had such a passion was that I enjoyed it so much and my other like classmates didn't. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you find that most people, especially in high school, just really like gravitate away from politics? Yes, especially in like today's world where it's very judgmental and like it's it is pretty hard to like especially how the media just makes it seem like everyone our age is super like liberal and everything yeah so it, it's hard to speak out on it I get that definitely do you find that most people your age are more conservative but just kind of scared to talk about it yes actually I realized that when I went to SAS in July I didn't think there were that many people but like that was a huge eye-opener yeah. How's it been to connect with other conservatives across the country? Oh, it's been amazing. It was, it was incredible. It really shows that, you know, you're not alone at all. Yeah, definitely. And you're in Florida, which is one of the super red states right now. So I can only, I can only imagine what people in like Colorado or Oregon that are young conservatives have to deal with day to day. It's got to be so tough. Yeah, I can't complain. I live <laughs> very like country city so I can't complain good that's awesome so you went to SAS and then you immediately jumped into starting your own turning point chapter um what was that leap of faith like for you to take oh that was just 100% me trusting in God <laughs> I really can't say otherwise but I knew that like I had to do it like I had to it was it was incredible so walk me through the process of like recruiting people then to come in and be a part of this with you and the challenges of getting it started. So like I was saying, the area that I live in is very conservative red. So I did have a lot of people in mind, my friends that would be interested. So I did reach out to some people that I knew would be wanting to become, you know, an officer. Mm -hmm. And they did. They said, that'd be amazing. <laughs> That's great. So have you guys been met with any opposition then on the schools that you, you go to and are a part of? Well, we're still like a little bit new, so it's not too, too bad just yet. But it's I think it's very important that we speak out on what we believe in. Yeah, definitely. So speaking out of what or speaking of speaking out and what you believe in, I got or saw your video of you speaking at your school board, which was incredible for someone your age to be doing. I definitely would have been too scared to do that um, as only a sophomore in high school. So tell me a little bit about, you know, how you found out about the school board meetings and why you chose to, to step up and speak to them. So I did have some people originally going and I got invited to go, you know, knowing that I love this kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, cool, you know, I'll go. And I was just originally supposed to watch it. 
but then like that night I, I started thinking I was like man like the things I could say are just so cool and like you know I had all these ideas and everything and then the next morning I woke up and I told my mom and I was like I think I want to speak at the school board and her first reaction wasn't the best <laughs> But <laughs> once I explained to her, you know, my ideas and everything, and then, you know, she was on board. Yeah. Was she just afraid for you to do it? I feel like, yes. I feel like yes and no, because she knows, you know, how passionate I am on all this stuff. And I feel like once I told her my ideas and everything, she was kind of, she was, she was all right. <laughs> so are you like the politics junkie in your family now? Me? Well, I kind of am. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You are. That's yep. great though. So what I really liked about your speech was that it wasn't, I mean, it was just filled with so much information, especially the information about all the kids that have committed suicide because of these mask mandates in, in high school. And we've seen it even, you know, as young as kindergarten and, and preschool, which is just heartbreaking. So talk to me a little bit about the research that you did to find those statistics and talk about them. So I actually, with my speech, I kind of did like an outline sort of with like life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So I tried to fit like three categories into each one of those. And with the pursuit of happiness, like the first thing that just popped into my mind was, you know, suicide and how much like the rate of suicide has raised since 2020 and the pandemic and all this stuff. So I did my research and I actually took a lot of it out from my research paper I wrote last year. Yeah, that was another thing that I it's definitely caught my attention in your speech. You said you wrote a 15 page paper on this. I did. <laughs> was that like a requirement for a class or do you just did that on your own will? Oh, no. Yeah, it was for my science class. We had to write a 15 page research paper on any any topic related to science. Okay. <laughs> wow. So talk to me about the topic you chose and why you wanted to write 15 pages about that. So I'm not, I don't really like science. It's not my subject at all. So finding a topic that I really was passionate about that had to do with science was very complicated. But, you know, after like, it was in the middle of the pandemic too. So like all these maps were required and I was like, wow, what if I like wrote about this? Like it's something that I'm passionate about and it has to do with science. And it was kind of funny too, because I wrote mine on the effectiveness of medical masks while people in my class wrote theirs on like outer space or stuff like that. <laughs> That's great. So what were some of the findings then that really stood out to you with having to do that project? The statistics were crazy. Like like I mentioned, you know, the, the suicide rate, just the amount of like depression everyone has and just simply the fact that masks don't work on healthy people. <laughs> like that's just, it's crazy how people don't realize that. Just do your research and you'll realize it, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. For people that kind of struggle on where to find that information or just don't know who to trust with all this fake news floating around, what, where would you direct them to find the best information? That actually did happen. Like when I was writing my research paper, it was hard to find like reliable sources of like where it's because it was super biased. Everything was like, yeah, masks work, masks work. But you truly have to like keep researching like hard, like very exact information. You know, that's where I found like that saying that it's it's like little things of like in one little thing I saw that said 
oh, but masks don't work if you have like gaps in your mask. Like they don't say that stuff in bold letters in the front of your their article. So it's like little things like that that I had to pick out and write about. Yeah, it's not just like gonna pop up the first page of Google. Not at all. Yeah, good for you though. I'm sure that was kind of surprising that someone took on like the efficacy of masks for a science project. That's great. (laughs) So I wanna go back to your your school board speech. Walk me through the emotions you were feeling as you, you heard your name called to go speak and you had to walk up and present that. Oh, I was very nervous, <laughs> very nervous. Like they were like, like, and I didn't know when my name was gonna be called up. So I like, I literally, there were so many people like sitting down and I stood for like three hours straight, not knowing when my name was gonna be called. And the news was there too, like interviewing people. And it was, it was pretty nerve wracking. But then I heard my name and I was like, all right, I gotta do this. <laughs> and then I went and the lady right in front of me who spoke before me, she was completely saying how masks are amazing. Everyone should wear them. <laughs> I know so as soon as she went off I was like yep this is my time to shine and I went and I just just I just read it good good for you that's awesome it was powerful definitely and I hope you know your school board has taken action have they changed anything since the last time you went to a meeting they are still doing um that's still a really hot topic going on yeah that so they actually had one yesterday. I couldn't attend that one, but they are, it's not a final decision yet. They're still, you know, deciding on that. So I will be speaking again. <laughs> Good. What are you going to like, you do the same speech or do you have plans for a new uh, one? No, I, I, I actually wrote a different speech, but it's, you know, it's with new st- statistics and new information but it's, it's pretty good. The same topic. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So for anybody that's, they want to speak at their school board, but they have absolutely no idea how to start that process. Could you tell us a little bit about what all you had to do to be able to get up and speak? So I did a lot of research, like definitely know your facts. Cause the difference between me and a lot of other people there was that other people really just spoke on what they thought they wanted, right? What I spoke on a lot was my research, statistics, and all that stuff. So truly know your stuff on what you're saying, and then just go and passionate about it. Like, you know, they can't change your mind. If this is what you believe, then say it. Don't be silent. Yeah, absolutely. I know in Arizona, for most school board districts or school boards within the districts that you go to speak at, you have to sign up super early. You only get like two minutes. Did you run into any of those challenges? I did. I did have to sign up. Um, I actually signed up when I got there and then I only had three minutes to speak as well. So one of the big challenges was keeping an eye on the clock. And I thought that wasn't going to be so challenging, but as soon as I got up there, I was like, oh no, where's the clock? <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm sure you could get up and speak for like half an hour and run with it. Oh yeah. I, I totally could. <laughs> Good. So what are your future plans then? Obviously you're super involved in politics. What are some things that your chapter is working on that you want to accomplish? So yes, our chapter is, we do have a few events coming soon. We are, we do have a few people we're trying to bring and we're definitely going to continue on our chapter. Even when I graduate high school, this chapter is still going to be on. And for me personally, I want to, I definitely want to go into politics. I love this stuff 100%. I want to attend law school and become a lawyer and then run for state attorney and then just see where politics takes me. That's awesome. Good for you. Do you know where you want to go to college? So since I live in Florida, I want to complete my bachelor's degree at University of Florida. 
And then after that, um, my goal is to attend law school at Harvard. <laughs> Good for you, girl. That's awesome. The sky is the limit for sure. We wish you the best on all that you're doing. It's going to be great. Thank you so much. If you're a conservative ready to stand firm in their beliefs and fight for freedom, you're not going to want to miss a single episode of the Raise Right podcast. You can subscribe on any of your favorite podcast apps so you're up to date on what's going on in the political world. Be sure to like, follow, and share our content on the Instagram page at Raise Right Podcast and Facebook and Twitter at Raise Right Pod. This is what it means to be raised right. Podcasts by Federated Media.